Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening and welcome to One Life Left. I'm Steve Curran. I am Simon Byron. I'm Anne Scantlebury. Whoa! Oh, sorry. Are you? you? One second. (coughs) You're like a pretend-down Scantlebury. And I'm Anne Scantlebury. There you are. Thank you. We are a radio show about video games. Uh, We're back. This is uh, episode one of uh, season nine. Nine, it turns out. Is it? Who'd have thought, hey? We issued a press release. So, <laughs> so excited to be back this season. So overwhelmed we were that we got the season number wrong. Did we? Is it we wrong in the press release? We announced yeah. that we were coming back for season eight, and I thought, that's great, isn't it? We forgot a whole season. wonder what happened in that. That was like the, uh, this, 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 the season of Dallas, where uh, Bobby... <laughs> I, I woke up in the shower. It was all a dream. Yeah. And we were all there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just spooning. I think that's Nottingham, isn't it? Is it? Exactly. That's this year's Nottingham. That's right. We talked about Nottingham, didn't we? Last week we, we did. Had a, we had a meeting after the show. We did. We did. When are we going to? Uh... We should probably let them know what we're doing. They keep sending emails saying, "Guys, but but really, what what are you no, doing?" We did. We did let them know. We gave them a title, and and they threw it back back at us uh, incorrectly. Do, do, <laughs> do you know what they called it? Uh, I do know what they called it. What did they call it, Simon? <laughs> they called it started one murder. murder. <laughs> they started referring to it as one murder left. Yeah. <laughs> so, listeners, uh, that's what we're doing at Nottingham. Uh, if you can guess what the, what, the, what our actual title is that the organisers of Nottingham Game City uh, are confusing with, uh, you could win a prize. That prize could be a murder. This is episode one. Two. No, it's episode one. Thanks. Oh. Last week we did a preview show, which meant it was just bare bones. It was just us, us guys and girl yep. in the studio. It's a good time. Getting used to each other's company, feeling our way through an hour of radio. This week we're doing it properly. That means features. Come yes. on. It means music. Brilliant. And it means a guest. No, a guest. no I don't want one. <laughs> so, there you go. There was a preview. He was laughing then. Uh, listeners, can you guess who he is? Yeah, uh, we, so when we sat down and uh, mapped out exactly who we wanted on this season of One Life Left, the ninth, uh, top of our list was this man. Uh, who? It turns out we've never had on an actual show. What? Uh, so I asked him and uh, he found time in his busy schedule. Uh, we're delighted to be joined in the studio tonight by uh, Gamer Network's Rupert Lohman. Hello. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to... Uh, you're, you're 14. <laughs> you were 14 last week, weren't you? You um, look older than 14. Happy birthday. I get that a lot, but no, I'm actually 30. But yeah, Gamer Network is 14. 14. Oh, you turned 14 yeah. last week, so we thought, what better time, now that you're, you know, 
Yeah. 14. And I was delighted to be invited, particularly when you said it was your first episode. Exactly. Uh, what you didn't mention that it was your ninth year. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rupert, what's your job title? Uh, uh, founder and founder. CEO. Excellent. You've been going for 14 years. That's right. Yeah. It's only something we can aspire to, isn't it? We've been nine going seasons for nine. Nothing. Can we ever catch them up? I'm <laughs> <laughs> sure we can. But let's try. Yeah, we're going to have to Benjamin Button them. Okay, so uh, Rupert's around uh, for the whole hour. Thanks for coming in. We'll chat to you later. But we're going to start this show as we started every show in the previous eight years with Anne's News. Seven oh five on Monday, the 9th of September. I'm Anne Scanthbury, and this is the news. Sony has announced that a redesigned PlayStation Vita will launch in Japan in October, with PlayStation Vita TV coming in November. The new Vita will be thinner, lighter, and have more memory, and will be better in every way you can imagine. Vita TV will be a small device that allows you to play Vita games on your TV. Sony hasn't said whether or when the new Vita or Vita TV will be coming to other regions. It seems pretty obvious that the world should threaten to take away the Olympics if Japan refuses to share nicely. This was a, a surprise today, wasn't it? It was such a surprise that I know nothing about really? it. So, um, obviously, well, now you know everything you need to know about it. Because okay, Shall we move just, on? Just <laughs> okay. I was a little disappointed that Sony um, didn't continue their uh, trolling of other hardware manufacturers. Because you know that they did... Um, their uh, E3 press conference, they did a little skit, which was uh, how to share a game on PlayStation 4. <laughs> and uh, the, uh, the um, I forget who it was, handed it to another man. They went, that's it. It was a little video. I would have liked it if they'd announced a new Vita, but taking the mickey out of the uh, 2DS. <laughs> Going, oh, we're doing a new, uh, a new uh, piece of hardware. It plays PS1 games <laughs> alone, and that's it. It's got loads of hinges. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but they didn't. Uh, Rupert, were you surprised by this? Uh, I was, yeah. <laughs> I think everyone was surprised. Yeah, it yeah. sort of came from, uh, but it's surprised gone, and delighted. It's though. gone down very well, hasn't it? Yeah, I think everything Sony's doing at the moment seems to be going down very well with everyone. It seems amazing, kind of. Uh, yeah, it's been, running, it's been, it's been a turnaround, isn't it? Because yeah. people have written them off. So, Anne, what does more memory mean? But, um, more bytes. That's, that's right. Okay. Inside of it, which yeah. means you don't need a memory card. Okay, more more bytes inside of it. Yeah. I mean, this is is this storage memory or, or RAM? Yeah, well, it's it's um it's an internal memory card. Uh so but it's only a okay. gig. So the idea so if you didn't buy a memory card initially, you can still save your so game. So it's it's totally backwards compatible with It the is. Old although they've changed the screen, haven't they? They've, yeah. they've gone from OLED to LED. What's mm. what is OLED? Exactly. I was going to ask you that. <laughs> oh, LED. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but it, it's the, the PlayStation. What, so it's called the Vita TV, is it? I don't know why no. they didn't call it the play, the 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 TV Vita. That is PlayStation TV Vita. That I think you've answered your own question. What the console is called the Vita TV. There's so two different things. Two things happened right, today. Okay. I know. Imagine it's been a long day, Steve. It really has. I'm exhausted. They announced a redesigned PlayStation Vita. Right. I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. I get got it. that. And then they also announced. And that's called what the redesign. It's just called the PlayStation Vita, isn't really? it? PlayStation Vita. 2000 model or something. <laughs> okay. okay. That's now fact. Right. <laughs> I have to refer to it from now on. Or something. And then they also announced uh, a right. micro console. Mm-hmm. So, but, which apparently takes Vita cards as well, doesn't it? You plug it 
I, I couldn't quite. There was confused reporting. Some people said it takes Vita oh, card. See. So, so it's, it's like a Vita one of those without a screen. Android stick type. It's exactly things. what it is. It's what the kids call a oh, micro console, oh, okay. and it will stream. You'll be able to with it. You'll be able to stream PlayStation Four games to another TV in the house. Mm. I think it's the Vita games onto your TV. And and, and, oh, and coming to it, PlayStation Four. Yeah, remotely you can remotely. play them. There you go. It does everything. Well, yeah. Um, dishes. And and sorry, Rupert, you were shaking your head. Can you put a Vita game in it? Embarrassingly, I haven't read the story on Eurogamer today. That's just detail. <laughs> just detail. I have. <laughs> that, that's exactly what it was. I really, right? wish, I really wish I had. Okay. <laughs> remember, remember the 22nd of November, because that's when the Xbox One will be exploding into 13 territories, including the UK. It'll cost upwards of £430, with many retailers creating their own bundles. Microsoft has also announced that the Xbox One will allow eight controllers to connect at one time within a range of nine metres. This news has been welcomed by the giant octopus game community which although small has been poorly catered for in the past let's take a moment to listen to the sound of a thousand giant octopi applauding for microsoft just it'd be funny if you just played the next muting <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was the date 22nd 22nd my birthday is the 24th is it yes is it yeah so i fall oh. between xbox one and playstation 4 in terms of yeah time How, does that change your age it does, yeah. 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 Brilliant. I know, I... Wait, you're now between one and four. Exactly. <laughs> you're three. Um, we covered this last last week, didn't we, on Show Zero? Yeah. You're going to get um, uh, an Xbox One if they send it to you. No, I'm going to... Is no, that right? No, I don't want it regardless. Okay. No, I totally would have it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely more PlayStation 4 than Xbox One. Rupert, what are you going to get? Um, both. Are you? Yeah. Of course mm, he is. It's going to be an exciting week for you, isn't it? <laughs> Eight controllers at once. I know, brilliant. Eight controllers. Who has that many friends? <laughs> well, Steve was uh, debating with somebody on Twitter this week, weren't with you? Tim Clark, wasn't I? Was it Tim I Clark? I wasn't debating so much as all capsing him. <laughs> uh, he, he said, that he asked whether there were any decent games that used more than four controllers. You know, what Buzz. is the purpose of having more Buzz. than four controllers? And I said, Saturn Bomberman. Which Did is, you say it like that? How did you actually say it? Saturn Bomberman! <laughs> In all caps. He's, it's an Tim's excellent now, game. Tim's now left Twitter. <laughs> the, the no, I was, I was, you know, I was joking a bit, but Saturn Bomberman is excellent. And I don't know, there's something nice about having lots of controllers around one TV, isn't there? There is, when you're not uh, trying to sell Connect. Right. <laughs> They're like, yeah, you're, not, your body's a controller. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, but you can't get eight bodies controlling one thing. Can you not? No. <laughs> have you have you asked? That'd be so Dear confusing. Microsoft. Right. Imagine. So uh, Martin Hollis confused it once by wearing black. Imagine eight pe- eight Martin Hollises. Okay. Confusing Vita. Uh, confusing uh, Connect. All in one room. It, it wouldn't yeah, work. That'd be a heck of a... That'd be a great room to be in, though, wouldn't it? With eight Martin Hollises. It just wouldn't work. You can't have eight bodies. Um, but yeah, I can't see any commercial releases using eight controllers, can you? But maybe some of the indie no, games I, that, I, they, that they now apparently like. I mean, while I do enjoy Saturn and Bomberman at 10 people, it is a bit of a nightmare. I mean, part of that's the wires, which can't, you know, get tangled around each other. But also just saying, OK, you're player one, here's a pad, player two. The... Overhead, the human overhead of managing a game like that is ridiculous, and the number of times you get to play it per decade is one or per two. Four, yeah, per, um, you need eight. really big sofas as well, and, you, and you need at least nine friends. And like, yeah, I was thinking more the sofas, but I see what you mean with the friends. <laughs> 
a shocking twist, Rockstar has decided to use actual hard, scary gang members to voice ambient characters in Grand Theft Auto V. Speaking to WGN, writer and producer Lucian Jones said... We don't want a goofy LA actor who went to a fancy school trying to be a hard gang member. There's nothing worse than that, so just go find the terrifying people and say, can you come in here, please? We burned furniture and drank moonshine, and every few hours we'd go record some more. I bought fireworks, liquor, and slabs of things to barbecue. It was all expensed. And truly, it seems that they really are rock stars. Wow. That would have been a wonderful audition tape for you, then. Can you read a bit about the stuff, what you did? Drinking moonshine and bought oh some fireworks. <laughs> Why'd you do that? Is it, is it always a party when you've got gang members in? <laughs> hey, yeah. guys, I bought you some fireworks. They need some kind of bangs going off. <laughs> we know Lucian, don't we? We've met him. We have met him, haven't we? A long time ago. Very polite. Well, yeah, he didn't strike me as being that. Maybe he's gone off the rails. He's been well, drinking he did moonshine. Say, he's he did been say, hanging out with a rough crowd. Well, he did say please to them. Come in here, guys. <laughs> Which apparently guys. worked. Well, what other... Uh, well, so, I know what okay. this is. This I, I, is a ruse for when they have to put their expenses through at Rockstar <laughs> and they've got a load of prostitutes. And they've gone, yeah, no, we wanted to get the real ones to mow cap them. <laughs> I bought some fireworks. Isn't um, the whole point of an actor that they can be something that they are not? Yes, it is. <laughs> You're an actor, aren't you? Uh, mm. Yeah, sure, yeah. Sure. Sure. So Let's surely pretend. you can do um, do gangster as well as a gangster can. Oh, but there's so many different types of gangster, Steve. Any, anyone will do. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what am I, okay, so... What's a line from oh, GTA, Simon? Good. <laughs> Just get in character while we okay. discuss your material. What's a line from GTA someone might say? That's not talking. Take that, you lady of the night. Wait, what? Oh, take that, you <laughs> lady of the night. Oh. That was more SingStar than oh, GTA. Oh, yep. gonna totally shoot you in the face. What, uh, what yeah. is happening? Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm <laughs> I trying to move it on. Rupert, do you work. think you sh- you're going to go full circle then on this for Eurogamer? Could you employ a gang member to review the game? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yes. why yeah. not? Why not? Uh, so if you're a gang member, please write in to team at one com and you will pass on your details to Eurogamer. Do they respect embargoes? Oh, that's a very they good They respect question. nothing. <laughs> well, then we might have a problem. <laughs> David Cage has revealed why Heavy Rain was a PlayStation 3 exclusive. Speaking at a BAFTA event, he explained that Microsoft was scared of the controversy a kidnapped child in the game could cause. He said they got scared by the fact that Heavy Rain was about kids being kidnapped and they said, this is an issue, we want to change it. Well, we could have kidnapped cats. It would be a different experience. For me, that was a very interesting signal. It was like, you know what? I don't think we can work together because you don't understand what I'm trying to achieve here. And now we will all need to shut up until someone makes a cat kidnapping game. It would have been a very, difficult, uh, very different game, wouldn't it, yeah. if you'd been kidnapping cats, I suppose. I love cats. I'm not sure I would have gone to the extent I did go through in Heavy Rain uh, to um, try and rescue the cats. Really? Yeah, you have to do some pretty dark things, Anne. In right, anyway. but a little cat mewing. And mew, yeah, I'm not going to cut my own finger off for a cat, am I? <laughs> am I? Yeah. Am I? Okay. Well, if you're... If you're a good guy, right. you would sign it. I would not. Um, I thought he was owned by Sony. Is he? 
pretty much. So that's so that's presumably why he made heavy rain for PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I think the millions of dollars uh, that he was paid by yeah. Sony to make it for PlayStation would, would be it. Yeah. Right. Um, I noticed actually on the day of his uh, BAFTA lecture that um, a lot of uh, people and websites uh, suddenly had tickets to give away for that night's uh, lecture. Mm. Which I was a little sad at because I'm a for all, for everything that David Cage does does wrong. I think he's excellent. I do very much enjoy his games. But uh, I was, I was and just, his talks are really good. Did you go? Uh, no. Okay. So, so not not that good. <laughs> I've been to one before. He, he is mad. Right. You know that, right. Well, yeah. And his games are are, yeah. are usually yeah. But mad we, need, as well. we need more of that though. I completely agree. I'm very much looking forward to Beyond. Uh, is it Beyond Two, Two Souls? Souls? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Game content has been in the news this week, hasn't it? Controversial game content with Kojima's step into the saucy. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it has. Yeah, what's he been doing? He's been drinking moonshine, isn't he? Can you, <laughs> idio, because uh, what did he say? He took a stand against all this ridiculous political correctness. He took a stand and he put some boobs on it, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Babes with boobs. Yeah. With guns. He said he was trying to eroticise gaming characters, which, um, well, I mean, I'm surprised no one's done it before. (laughs) (laughs) That's the man, isn't he? Always one step ahead. Mm. That's not your next news story, is it? It'd be really embarrassing if it was. And finally, Microsoft is helping out Xbox Live users in these tough economic times. The company has relaunched the Xbox Live Rewards Scheme, where players can get rewards credits for playing games. Players will earn 1,000 credits for playing disc-based games for 10 hours within 30 days. Points can also be earned for taking surveys, recommending friends, and renewing your Xbox Live subscription. 1,000 credits works out at just under 70p for 10 hours of play. Finally, we can all be games journalists. That was a good joke at the end there. Thank you. Yeah. Zing. Hard hitting. Wasn't it? <laughs> Social commentary. That's me. Wow. <laughs> Comes once in a blue moon. Uh, have you... Uh, I, I automatically got an email about this telling me that I'd been signed up. I opted out immediately. Did you? I didn't notice an email. Okay. It's probably already opted into spam. Right. Emails from them. Rupert, are you going to take part in this? No. You could earn so much. Imagine, ten... imagine earning that much money. Really. Hang, on, hang on, do the math again. How much? Uh, it's a, just under 70p. For playing 10 hours of a disc-based game. Mm. It's in, I mean, yeah. I just said that, like that. Yeah, struck me as an odd one. That I mean, I, what I've I've happily loaded up a PC game and minimised it just to get the trading cards that don't exist. Um, and I'm fine with that. But then I sort of saw this as like 70p for playing 10 hours. I thought that's insulting. Yeah. Is no? Is that? Is that just that's that's odd? Isn't I it? I was playing an iOS game the other day and got, I got 20 credits, 20 in-game credits for watching an advert. Did you? It congratulated Ooh, me. Look at what you've and become. Like, if, you, if you watch some more, 20 more credits could be yeah. heading your way. And I felt dirty. I'm not surprised. Um, but still, do you think that we should start offering rewards? For people to listen? Yeah. Oh, they're going to have to listen for a long time before <laughs> they get any rewards from this show, I'll tell you that. <laughs> One Life Left Video Game News with Anne Hello, I'm Sega Badawi and welcome to One Life Left Local News. A local raccoon has been the latest person to be arrested in connection to the payday loan scandal that is sweeping the video game world. The raccoon, named as 43-year-old Thomas J. Nook, is believed to have been lending money at vastly inflated interest rates to new residents of the village. Mr. Nook has stated that he never asked to be repaid on the loans and he never pressured anyone to repay them. The case is expected to be heard in court in the next few weeks. 
and we've just got time for a quick catch-up on the traffic. There's been a spillage of bananas over on the Rainbow Road. Police have closed the road down, so cars are being diverted through Choco Mountain, and delays of over half an hour are expected. Thanks, and back to your usual programming. Listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. <laughs> it didn't really drop, did it? It didn't drop. We're still waiting. Going. We're still waiting. Uh, this is Love You Like a Love Song. It's a cover of the Selena Gomez classic by Bit Your Bitch. And it's excellent, but it could do with a clearer drop. It really could, couldn't it? Just, just a little bit of advice. Just a little bit of advice from excellent, the kitchen though. DJ veteran. No, it's really good. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Uh, we are still joined by Rupert Lohman. We were, um, I was just thinking it was a good job we hadn't set up our, you, our live YouTube broadcasting bit of this. Because then the listeners would have heard about, would have heard the lie well, that first, I just told. First, they would have seen you kick the bucket. Oh, yeah, that's true. Kick the bucket, and then told the Rupert a lie, and, and they would have seen Anne do the gangster sign. Yes, now you know. Yeah, that was a good sign for radio, wasn't it? <laughs> I'm saying nothing. That's how it goes. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, it's going alright, isn't it? It's going really well. It's going okay Happy so far. How can it go better? We could do an amazing in-depth interview with an important member of the games. Journalism development okay. industry could be hard hitting. I've could got this. Break some exclusives. I've got this, guys. Yeah? We've only got Rupert Lohman in, though. What are what? we going to do? Oh, zing! You've got Sorry. this, Simon. I've got this, yeah. Rupert. It's just occurred to me something. Here we go. You said you were thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, are you thirty? Yeah. A few weeks ago. And you've just celebrated your fourteenth anniversary as Gamer Networks. You do the math. Sixteen. Yep. You were 16 when you founded it. Yep. Wow. What was I doing at 16? I thought I really thought you were going to hit him with some 
truth then and instead I it was, was just gonna a, hit me yeah, it, was just, <laughs> it was just a bit of a personal reflection <laughs> it was just a moment of <laughs> i mean that's impressive six so you six, set it up when you're six, six i remember first uh coming across you guys actually at eurogamer when um i was working with the fine chaps at telly west who were setting up blue yonder yeah, the broadband yeah. thing and they and they um i hadn't heard about you guys and they said yeah you know um, all of our editorial content is going to be provided by eurogamer and then we met you and someone else and you were just children yeah that was 2001 so yeah uh 18 18 time, i thought yeah. you were joking yeah. <laughs> what these yeah telly well, west gave us our big break did they uh, so you know so i did then in yeah, in yeah. sort of yeah and oh. they're just about and look at going. you now so are you recently you recently rebranded uh, gamer network so you were eurogamer prior to that yep uh, so eurogamer was uh, .net was the first site you did that's right yeah so what year was that uh, that was 99 um yeah that was just cuz we played a lot of video games and we thought let's put some stuff on the internet about them um unfortunately lots of other people have had that idea uh, since but you remain um, one of the leaders surely I would like to think so, yeah. Well, we like to think so. Anne certainly does, because that's yeah, yeah. literally she where we get all yeah. of our news. You wouldn't get her news from anywhere else, would you? No. Anything that anything that's a win for you is a win for us. <laughs> that's that how we see it, exactly. Crazy. Pretty much part of the family. So, yeah, so how long were you uh, were you running Eurogamer for? Um, Just on its own. Oh, right. Uh, that was about... Well, two years until we did the thing with Telewest, and okay. that gave us our big breaks. They gave us some actual money we right. could spend on things. So, how, so what? So, were you were you doing this as part of your, as part time? Yeah, it was okay. d- uh, during my A levels, right. but I didn't do very well because I was <laughs> playing, playing games. Um, I think I got two Bs. That's all and right. A D, oh. but I got an A in general studies, which I maintain is a real A level. It's the only test. It's the only <laughs> test of intelligence, it's isn't common it? Common sense. Just everything and, else is yeah, just yeah. rote learning. General studies you can't learn for, you can't it's revise. It's yeah. just a the test. The way I look at it is, if I went to college more, I would have done better in those subjects. But the one that you don't go to college for, I was yep. already good at. Yep. Yeah. Wait, what's I, that one? General, general studies. studies. Oh, okay. I got I got an A in general studies as well. Uh, general studies yes. wasn't around when I was doing A levels. It's always been around. (laughs) Everything is very specific. Very specific. They retired it after after we nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, it's a different world back then, wasn't it? Everybody was on dial-up modems. Was that right? Yeah, yeah. Um, So yeah, it was around the time of sort of a few people getting ISDN, and they were you know they were the really lucky ones. But yeah, dial-up. And what what, um, what formats were you covering? um, Oh. Uh, mainly PC, right? Um, so it was, it was the time of Unreal Tournament and Quake Three yeah. and, and games like that uh, that we used to play. And and so when was it that you realised that it was actually going to grow into this? Like, so how many people do you employ now? Uh, about fifty full time. So uh, uh, at, at what point? Telly West um, paid. So you were yeah, providing yeah, content for yeah, they wanted the, a web- on the site. Yeah, they wanted a website, so we made them a website. Um, and yeah, they gave us some money, and we they took our content as well. Um, and then. Yeah, we used that to pay some writers, and we hired a couple of programmers, and then we built from there. So right. in 2002, we started uh, GamesIndustry.biz, right. which uh, you know people in the industry use. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Anne's familiar with it. I love the .biz. Yep. <laughs> there you go. Um, so about .biz. And who, so who, was, who was around in, in, uh, in 2001? When you, sorry. Uh, 99. Well, yeah, very early days. Yeah. So the, the earliest uh, person who's still with us is Tom Bramwell, who joined uh, in February 2000. And wow. he's editor-in-chief of Eurogamer. So, yeah. And what about your rivals? Um, oh, so so yeah, I, I, IGN and GameSpot were 97, 98. Okay. So they just, they, they kind of, they started it. But, right. um, yeah, but you but were they, only like 
what, 14, 15 then? Exactly. exactly. You couldn't yeah, have yeah. expected to start it no. then. Tell them to, oh, yeah, tell <laughs> yeah. to calm down. It's not, and not they're, your in, fault. they're in America as well, to be fair. <laughs> but, um, and Future around, but they were mainly doing magazine stuff. So they had a, they had Daily Radar. Do you remember that? They did. Yeah, yeah I do yeah, remember yeah. Daily Radar. It was terrible, wasn't it? I when wrote it for launched. it. That's, that's what I mean. Did you did you write for it? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was massive. Well, I say terrible. It was just difficult to use when it first launched. Daily Radar was, wasn't it? Or it's am, it's am a website that was, yeah, it was bad a long time ago and it, and it never got any better. Right. Like, ooh. Is it they, they bailed, didn't they? It's, game, the, it's Games Radar now. Yeah. Future, in Future's, one of Future's sort of mini crises they seem to go through every five years, they panicked and they fired all of the sort of, uh, they got rid of all of the internet stuff at exactly the time when yeah. it was about to blow up. Yeah, yeah. And it was a huge misstep because they lost any sort of, not head start, but any, you know, um, any start they had at least and had to had to reboot, reboot. And that was, you know, really, really bad move. I did, you know, bits, I only ever did editorial work for them under a variety of pseudonyms. Uh, <laughs> and, um, and yeah, I remember the email coming around sent by Jim McCauley which began with a sound effect of he said what's that that's the sound of the gravy train coming off the tracks <laughs> uh, you're all fired you're all, well you're all no more freelance budget for the for the internet side of things we're going all print all the time did that lessen the blow of the, the, the sound effect? I Did he attach the sound? Because that would have been advanced it at was, the time. It wasn't. It was actually a very good lesson in all caps phonetics. Oh, right, okay. And I've taken that to Twitter and right. continued to scare Tim Thank Park you, Jim. Thank you, Jim McCauley. Um, have you had to fire anyone? Uh, yeah. And how did you do it? Um, not very well. Really? Uh, yeah, it's quite difficult. They don't teach you that stuff in general studies. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> that is a specific um, skill. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it happens. You know. <laughs> What's the best way to deal with it? Um, get someone else to do it. If someone on the team had to be uh, sadly let go. Out of you three? Yeah. Uh, it'd probably be Simon. <laughs> okay, that wasn't the question. <laughs> okay, but if Simon did have to be let go and say I didn't want to do it and maybe I asked you to do it, what? I mean, how would you... I think he just has. <laughs> I'll just get my phone. I was going to ask you a few, more, a few more nice questions. <laughs> Uh, I'll let you get back to the interview. I can't do more. That's the sound of um, you being fired, Simon. And what what would Simon, for example, have done wrong? I think is the question. I mean, I didn't put him forward, so <laughs> or anyone. I think it depends on the situation, right? Okay. So the gamer network. Now let's get back to this. So that so what does that? Uh, so what is the gamer network? Um, lots of websites like you're a gamer in games industry, um, and um, now excitingly events as well. So um, Eurogamer Expo is our main event it's next month. Yes. Uh, this month, oh, two, this month two and September. A half weeks. I can't yeah, get yeah, time yeah. right, can I? Do we have a stand at that? Um, I, we, 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 do we, Rupert? <laughs> You've got tickets. Do we? Didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, sorry, you don't. But, um, so, but I, what I was particularly interested in was uh, you, so in between all of that, you launched Eurogamer actually in Europe, didn't you? So you started as a, as a UK site. Yeah, yeah. And now you've got France, Germany, Italy... Yeah, we found licensees, as we call them. Uh, okay. But what what really we were doing is just finding people a bit like us around Europe, um, you know, that wanted to run a website a bit like Eurogamer. So we went and met lots of people in all these countries. And uh, you're right there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> banging his head against the microphone. Because he really wanted to, do, he wanted to do Italy. <laughs> he hates it. Um, yeah, so we found lots of cool people, you know, in, in, and so I think we've got uh, sites in about 12 different languages now. Yeah. And, and so what are the key differences between your readers in the different European territories? Are there any 
Um, you know, they're, they're similar in the sense that they're all avid gamers and all our sites are about, you know, kind of video games, uh, you know, quite in depth, uh, you know, so people really like their games. Um, but yeah, you know, there's different kind of traffic patterns in different countries. So and who likes what the most? Um, I don't know. No. I don't know. That's too much detail. I Is think. It? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's just into general studies. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thanks for joining us, Rupert. You're going to stick around, aren't you? Uh, do I have a choice? Nope. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> That's how you do it. Is it? Yeah. Guess who's back? Eminem. The do you inverts. Junkets, swag and mock reviews Press releases presented as news Trinkets, freebies undeclared Integrity mostly impaired And Gersman, Gate and Lauren Wainwright Ten out of ten just doesn't seem right Oh, games journalism law Paid for review event Paid for exclusive content Those legal friends feel hasty These Doritos are rather tasty View embargo for everyone Nobody dares jump the gun Oh, games journalism law Oh, plagiarism and rewriting To drive the views Vilify those who call you out Try to have the loudest shout Rap Florence sent us a warning Kentucky posted another unboxing American flag upon their wall No scruples left at all Games journalism law To do you inverts, welcome back. Oh, welcome. Back. We've only come back so that they can. <laughs> That's what we do for you, our listeners. Email messages and letters. just received an email while we've been on air, continuing the theme of the show. Dear Simon, thank you for your membership within the IGDA this past year. We wanted to take a moment to notify you, notify you that your IGDA membership expired. Are they just fired you? <laughs> they just fired me. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, yeah, cheers for that. Right, letters. Thank you very much for all your actual letters yeah, we've received this month. Uh, Anne, do you want to go first? Hey, team. Uh, if any of you have US iOS accounts, I think you should give uh, a ranger a try. It's a blast. And then there is the link to it on iTunes. Cheers, right, give, Adam. Give what a try? Uh, a, a ranger. Did, Spell did, it. A double R A N G E R exclamation mark. Did anybody do that? Uh, no, because I don't have a US iOS account. Okay. okay. Um, I did not. Th- I did not. No, I did not. Okay. I did not do that. Thanks for writing in, though. But thanks, Adam. Yeah. Thanks, Adam. Only spare time, Rupert. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Ready? Yeah, let's yeah. go. Are you? Okay, hi. My name's hi. Calixto, listening to your show from Mexico. Hey. I'm glad that you guys are back since you weren't there when I needed you the most. Ooh. On summer when I didn't have anything to do. I oh, hope you had a wonderful okay. summer. We did, actually. Yeah, thanks yeah, very much. Sorry. There's more, though. What? Anyways, what was the first video game music piece you used as a ringtone? An alarm? And what is your current ringtone? Three-part question. That, the first one I had was the Zelda... Um, do 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 do. When, sort of when you got text messages, yeah, finding yeah, yeah. stuff, yeah, text message. The this isn't exactly an answer to that question because I can't remember the answer. Finding stuff, my wow. But uh, <laughs> but I I remember when I used to play Dance Dance Revolution an awful lot. DDR Euromix, which had a techno remix of Duran Duran's Ordinary World on it. Right. And once that came on on my radio alarm to wake me up in the morning and my feet started moving oh. in bed instinctively I like how you woke me up Anne <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think I have ever done well, that maybe you should maybe I should I did used to like uh, trying to make your own ringtone when phones were old enough that you could uh, put the code in yourself yeah well when you were doing that Rupert was making a website and look at him now <laughs> hey who's the real winner here <laughs> was there any more to that letter Rupert um, there was but uh, they're asking uh, for something to be read out that Go could on, well be rude well uh, we're not doing it this is down to you okay so uh, disclaimers at the ready <laughs> um, that doesn't cut it with Ofcom <laughs> just just. <laughs> So you know. There's a, he's asking, can you pronounce this? Puro can compa. The answer's no. Boom. <laughs> Do we know what that means? I did no. put it into Google Translate and it didn't come up with anything bad. Well, that's... What did it come that's up with? That's not rigorous. Where it, it just sort of shook and then the screen went red and white <laughs> yeah. started flashing and then... The police came Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, I wonder what that was. Okay. If you're Mexican and you know, please write in. And, and, and apologies. Travis writes, in all caps, you're back! Yes. One exclamation mark. Hi, Stee and super special guest. Obviously, uh, paying attention to what we told our listeners last week, which is oh, when yeah. you email team, address it to one of us, otherwise... <laughs> we don't do anything. <laughs> Have you got a US account? No, I'm sure, one of the other, I'm sure one of the other guys will do that. That was Adam's failure. Yeah, right. exactly. Okay. Hearing the OL, <laughs> hearing the OOL intro. <laughs> oh, Travis, you were doing so well. Hearing the one one left intro is like walking into your house after coming back from holiday, blessedly familiar and comfortable, and also disappointing after what you've just been on. In, ce- <laughs> in celebration of your return, here is a limerick for you to enjoy. Limericks are usually a bit bawdy, aren't they? They are, yeah. yeah. There once was a man named Stee okay. who was overly fond of his PS3 mm-hmm. and jealous in a fit of pique threw it into a creek I did. as Simon yelled, That belonged to me! <laughs> Fine, I'm not a PS3 in one day. <laughs> Could have been worse. Implications in that limerick. Mm. So it says in the uh, in the opening couplet, uh, there was a man named Steve who was overly fond of his PS3. Then the final line set reveals the payoff, mm, reveals that that belonged to you. Mm. Basically so you... implying that what's mine is yours. True. 
Which, which uh, we agreed upon, didn't we? Yeah, we do. That's fine. Uh, Dave Green uh, tweeted us to say, uh, "Good to ha- at One Life Left, good to have you back. You can- and then get straight down to business. I mean, I guess you have to with Twitter. He says, you could mention that Anna Managuchi are on UK tour this week, featuring at Saber Pulse. Uh, we could mention that, couldn't we? I'm going. Are you are going? You? Yeah, I'm going. It's on Sunday. I'm going to the garage too in Islington. Steve, you're coming, aren't you? I'm going. Okay, Rupert, you coming? Oh, no. Anna, are you coming? <laughs> Well, you say you haven't been invited. I bought tickets. I bought tickets. They were ten pounds or something. I didn't even know. Sure, well, yeah. You I'm do going. know now. No, I'm going. Where else are we going this week? Yeah, so we're going to be there on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wednesday. Where are we going? Wednesday, we're going to go to the Bloomsbury Theatre for Rezo Fit for the excellent Resonance FM comedy. Uh, so yes, if you listen to this now, go to uh, Google Rezo Fit. You can still buy tickets. And if you listen to this on Wednesday, we'll see you tonight. Yeah. Stuart Lee's headlining. I'm so excited. Rob Newman, Simon Amstel. Other people, uh, we went last year, it was, it was brilliant. It was really good. Um, it's for an excellent cause. Simon Amstel came around to my flat once. Did he? Yeah, true story. He, not as funny in real life. <laughs> what, the true story or? <laughs> <laughs> Simon Amstel. Both. Right, why, was, why did he come around your house? He did a gig in Brighton. Uh, in your... And he obviously had house. nowhere to go. Um, and he knew someone who I knew, came round and then sat on the sofa for about three hours doing absolutely nothing and then left. Wow. That's so Simon Isn't Amstel. Isn't Simon? Yeah. He's going to be brilliant on Wednesday, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, seriously, if you, it's, uh, it's like £20. And it's, to see Stuart Lee, <sighs> sells out everywhere. <sighs> Bloomsbury Theatre, Wednesday night, we'll see you there. And then we'll see you at the Garage 2 on Sunday.
Dr. Avatar, operating room dictation on patient Ketchum, comma, Ash Red. Operative diagnosis, third-degree burns occupying two-thirds of total body surface area secondary to Pokemon disobedience. Estimated blood loss, one liter, OR time, 20 hours. The patient underwent urgent fluid resuscitation and respiratory support, after which he was placed under general anesthesia. Debridement and excision was performed on all four extremities with corrections of contractures in the left knee and right elbow. Primary closure was performed on open wounds to these extremities, but skin grafts were required for several areas over the thorax and abdomen. We began selective grafting around the areas of Mr. Ketchum's eyes and mouth, but due to the severity of the burns and lack of tissue pliability, we elected to perform a full facial transplant. With limited donors, however, we were unable to secure a color and texture match for him. The patient will be transferred to the burn unit ICU for monitoring of shock and infection. Ending dictation for patient Ketchum, comma, Ash Red. Dr. Avatar is back. You can find him on Twitter, at Dr. Adam Avatar. That is the third iteration of his segment. It's Dr. Avatar surgery. I don't know where he goes from here. To the mortuary, mm. I suppose. What are we doing now? Uh, shall we do the reviews? Uh, You've been playing anything like... this week? Uh, well, I guess we'll find yeah. out. Hey, Simon, what have you been playing this week? Oh, you don't want to know, Anne. We do. Yeah, I um, don't. No, um, this is going to go really badly if you don't tell us. <laughs> so you know that game you were playing uh, last week? You were playing Gone Home. Yeah. And that sounded so. You and that was a game in which you go around a house. Yeah. And it's yeah quite sedate yeah. and um, stuff. Well, I've been playing the opposite of that. Oh, what is it? Yeah, and it's um, it's. It's so horrific and so terrifying. I'm genuinely thinking of reporting the person that sent it to me to the police. What's the game, Simon? It's called Outlast. And what do you do in it? Well, th- this is it. So I was playing it yesterday, Sunday, during the day. Um, Everybody and knows that that is safe space. <laughs> safe space, right? <laughs> And uh, even then, it, I, I had to stop playing it. So you play the role of a member of the press who decides that there's something up at this old asylum. So you're going to journey up there and find out what the heck is going on. That doesn't sound like me. No. So you drive up in your car and the uh, the security gate is abandoned. And then you say, oh, right, OK, well, I'm going to find out once. So you break in. And then when you break in, just it all goes off. And, yeah, it's it's one of the most terrifying games I've what ever goes played. Off? Like nice things like a secret party surprise party all your friends pop out from yeah. hey Simon it's great fireworks. to see you maybe Rockstar were there Kate. with their gangsters and, yeah. f- and just fireworks moonshine moonshine no. barbecue there's um, there's a man who was just bashing his head against the wall uh, another man who was skewered and just said get out while you can and then I got thrown through a window um and yeah, so you play a member of the press. You don't have any weapons in it, so it's similar to Gone Gone Home. Yeah, I guess. But in Gone Home, are there terrifying savages after you? For the first time ever, I've never done this before. But I was playing a part of the game yesterday, a Sunday afternoon, right yeah. when it's all safe. When um, and uh, I couldn't 
I had to go around and do some stuff like you do in video games, but there was this thing patrolling an area, and you're not sure where he is, and you have to... Uh, you look and look through the dark by holding a, a video camera up and activating the night vision Ooh. on it, and the battery's continually <gasps> depleting, so you want to hold it up now and again. And he was going around, and I, like, I did it three or four times, and he just sort of comes up on you and grabs you and kills you. And I had to go onto the Steam community forums and just watch a man play it, a Let's Play, which I've never done before, just to see exactly where to go because I couldn't stand... There was one bit, like, you can hide in it, and I just wanted to stay there and leave the game running forever while I was hidden mm. in a locker. It's a first-person game. It's, it's, a, it's, it's very... It's technically proficient. It uses their hands really well, so if you're near to a wall, you see your hands can make you sort of move along, you peer around, and you put your hands up and... Yeah, it's uh, very immersive, completely terrifying. I would not recommend it at all unless you like that sort of thing, which I sort of do, but still. Horrible 7 out of 10. All right, you are, Stan. <laughs> what about you? Rep that now. Uh, I went on uh, Twitter earlier in the week and asked if anyone could recommend anything that was the video game equivalent of a short story, because I really like reading short stories. And someone came back and said... Gravity Bone and 30 Flights of Loving uh, as one of their some of their selection so I played those two they're by the same designer I can't remember his name it's on the internet just look it up (laughs) (laughs) Um, and they are both okay so they are as far as short stories go they are very short which is good so I was able to play them through a few times Um, but what I really liked about them which is what I like about short stories is that they're really, uh, they don't give you that much information. They let you uh, read a lot of stuff into things. So in terms of games, I preferred Gravity Bone because you uh, it feels like you are playing it more. So you're given this contract and you have to go and do a thing. And then when you get there, it tells you to go and do something else. And then it tells you to go and do something else and get somewhere else. Uh, but it doesn't give you a lot of uh, backstory or anything around it. And you sort of just learn that from, uh, just from the environment and the things that you're supposed to be doing um and 30 flights of loving is even more like that you just get taken from place to place you you're with uh, you turn up with these these people you're in like a you get into a plane with them and then you're in an airport and then it takes you somewhere else and one of them is holding a gun in your face what uh, and yeah it sort of goes backwards and forwards it's I, did, I don't know if I enjoyed playing it as a game because it doesn't feel like you're playing it very much. It, you just keep pressing buttons and then it takes you to the next bit. That's so like, that sounds good. like Rome on the Xbox One. Am I right? Am sounds I like right? a good summary of pretty much wrong. every video game. Um, Press buttons and then it takes you to the next bit. But it sort of created a story which I wanted to find out more about. And so in that one, uh, I did the uh, you can go through it with the director's commentary which is where you just click on a little bit and some text comes up that the guy has written and it's so adorable because he's just like yeah I wish that I could have done this a bit better but I I couldn't because it's really hard oh this bit was a bit like my family used to do this and I know that's not the best thing that you should do when you make games but I thought it was really nice I just thought it was really really adorable and it made me enjoy the game so it feels like a personal project yeah it really does but it really uh, immerses you in it because you make up the story around it really Mm -hmm. you like get given a lot of clues and make up the story so yeah I really really enjoyed those and I would recommend playing them because they're also they're super short Excellent. What score for uh, both of them? Or? I would give uh, Gravity Bone 7 out of 10 okay. and then also 30 Flights of Loving 7 out of 10. Rupert, what have you been playing? I've been playing two games this week. 
Hmm? Amazingly, Interesting. but I'll keep it short. Super Hexagon, okay. uh, which you which, probably all which you, know all about. Which you, you have to keep short because it's so tough. Exactly. How, how high which, did you get? Not very good. So um, basically about 30 seconds <gasps> on my That's, that's really, really good. good. No, so um, uh, short story, went to uh, the Virgin Media Game Space in London. Have you heard about that? It's in Shoreditch. It's I, open for the next couple of weeks. I, yeah, plug, like, plug. Yeah, we yeah. like Virgin Media. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> so we went there and played it for the first time um, on with an Xbox controller, and I got to about 25 seconds. I thought I was really enjoying it, and then someone walked over and first go did 90 seconds. No, that's impossible. Uh, so he kind of ruined it. So that was the end of that night. But then I downloaded it on my phone, and uh, yeah, it's really good. It's psychedelic. Yeah, uh, it's really tricky, but you know, instant replay. Uh, yeah, I recommend it. It's only a couple of quid on iOS and Android. So happy days. I've also been playing FIFA 14. Um, whoa, hang on a minute before yeah. we move on. Score for Super Hex complete. Oh. Um, well, so because I'm from Eurogamer, I'm afraid it has to be an eight. <laughs> <laughs> He's got balls, this man. <laughs> oh no, sorry. All right, a high seven. FIFA <laughs> <laughs> 14 that's not out yet. Do you live in the future? Exactly. Mind what? blowing. So tell us all of the things. Spoilers. Yeah, it's quite a lot like FIFA 12 and 13, right. which were the last yeah. two. FIFA which one games is it more like? That's a really good question. <laughs> 13. <laughs> I've heard that the players have got momentum this year. Um, yeah, and uh, the ball sort of bobbles around a bit, uh, which is well worth £40 of your money. Okay. When's Eurogamer reviewing it? Um, this is only preview code. So oh, oh, here so, we yeah, go. Yeah. Uh, I think it's out on the end of September, 27th okay, of September. And, and what so, score are you going to give it? Um, well, I can't score it because it's a preview. Right, but if you were to... Um, it'd be a really, really strong seven. Okay. <laughs> Seems fair enough. I was trying to get a Eurogamer score for FIFA before. So, so when I said you, I was asking you as in Eurogamer. And oh, then we were going to tell you, Andy, because it's seven out of ten. I've only got 50 seconds Go on. to tell you what game I've been playing this week, playing the most this week, uh, Super Mario Kart on the Super Nintendo. What? Well, you live uh, in the past? Uh, yeah, I've moved house and all of my consoles to are in past? boxes. And as I was putting one of them away, I found my Super Nintendo. And thought I'll just stick on Super Mario Kart, and it's amazing how much you instinctively remember about old games. Just the rhythm of uh, of going around the ghost ghost house courses and the and the and the, the mushroom cup and all of that sort of stuff just comes back to you straight away. It's still so satisfying to win by fractions of seconds and so frustrating when you lose almost broke an old Super Nintendo controller which would have been tragic it has aged brilliantly and I would give it a solid (laughs) (laughs) 7 out of 10 7 out of 10 and the reviews theme ends (laughs) thank you look at that I should say earlier we heard 44's brilliant why isn't this working and right now this is PSS 270 and Ghost Inside a Musical Box.
show draws to a close. We uh, we wind down with something more <sighs> relaxing. That's it. Just pop your shoes off, Steve. Maybe we should have a. Um, we we're getting into bed. Maybe we should have a segment which. Just pull your pull your top over. Did we talk about that on the on the radio bar. show? You know when we went to when we went to see churches. Yeah. And and Martin from churches says, "I love." I love your show so much. It's the only thing that sends me to sleep. Yeah. Thanks. Unbelievable. Thanks. It's an endorsement. Amazing. There happens out in two weeks, friends of the show, churches. Providers of our theme, churches. Yeah. yeah. Vastly more popular than we <laughs> exactly, are. Exactly, yeah. Churches. For now. By that. For now. Rupert, have you had a good time? I'm having a wonderful time. I'm, it's, it's sad over. that it's, it's... It is. Oh, it is over. I was going to say, it's so almost soon. over. Yeah, it's, it's almost over. over. Oh, this right. is it. You're that, out. That was it. You're Thank fired. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Thank you ever so much for coming on. Thanks, Harry. First it's guest of the series. Yeah, it's been good. Uh, glad to have finally got you on. We're going to see you around, though. Aren't you? Do pop back, <laughs> won't you? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Because we're having a nice what, what, time. Like because we'd like when, to see you a, again. When a show's not on, why, like, are you here? No, pop back every Monday. Oh, right, OK. <laughs> um, yeah, so thank you very much. Next week, next week's guest. I have no idea who it is, so Neither this is I. exciting for me. Jasper Byrne, who wrote Lone Survivor, who's written Lone Survivor. That is exciting. Isn't it? Isn't it? It's a One Life Left exclusive. Uh, he's going to pop in and tell us about the Vita version, which really? is on its way soon, yeah. Do you think there's time to add us to the game? <laughs> well, let's ask him next week. Uh, so if you've got any questions uh, you'd like to ask Jasper, do email into team at onelifeleft.com. Uh, or you can tweet us, or you can Facebook us, or you can MySpace us, or whatever. Uh, Rupert, there's no point in plugging this show, is there? Because tickets are sold out. Exactly. Uh, only place to see the PlayStation 4 ahead of its release. And Xbox One. And Xbox One, of course. However, we you... could give away some tickets if you get people to email you. Wow. I don't know how you're going to do. Some, get them to send something interesting to okay. you. Best, best questions. Yeah. Best letters next week. Best letters week. next week. Best letters. Well, that's right. very kind of you. Thank you. No worries. Um, so we'll see you there. And obviously we can keep up with you and your and your stuff at Eurogamer.net and GamesIndustry.biz and US Set Game as well yes, of course yeah. recently launched America with Jazz Rignall yes an old idol of mine yeah really yeah can Jazz you, can you introduce him to Simon Rupert I, you, I've met I know I've met you know, I've met yeah can yeah. you get I something was, signed oh, Simon our, our time in journalism we, 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 we just overlapped I think he was still working at EMAP when I joined a man so famous that he once did a cut. He, once on in, on CVG, he gave away a cut out model of himself oh, <laughs> on the front that's of CVG. The dream, exactly. Isn't it? Imagine. Oh. <laughs> so personal. Uh, thanks ever so much for coming in, Rupert. Thank you. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. You've gone a bit soon, Simon. We've got, <laughs> we've got twenty <laughs> seconds left. So uh, right, let's just, just take time to reflect on what's on what's so, been before. <laughs> How would you score that show out of ten? <sighs> I don't know. Said low seven. Oh, I'm going to be at loading tomorrow night. If you're listening live, uh, play testing the card game I've invented. So do come along at half seven. We'll edit that out of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much for listening. We've been one life left, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.